My students love talking about kids and the crazy things they do, and it would help us get a conversation going about the purposes of punishment. Telling a story that I've held in shame for 22 years, being able to speak that story out loud is one of the great privileges of my life. The goal really is convey the information and increase people's skill set so that they can start doing things for themselves. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet professor of law and philosophy Scott Hershevitz, co-founder and former CEO of Bonobos, Andy Dunn, and former Navy SEAL and founder of Escape the Wolf, Clint Emerson. Tune in to hear what each of these authors is most excited for listeners to hear in their audiobooks. Enjoy! Hi, this is Scott Hershevitz, author of Nasty, Brutish, and Short, Adventures in Philosophy with My Kids. My book is about some of the things I love most. My boys, Rex and Hank, and philosophy. It might not seem like there's a connection there, but shortly after Rex was born, he's the older one, I found that I was talking about him a lot in class. I'm a philosopher of law. If I was talking to my students about punishment, I'd tell them a story about something Rex had done and ask them how we should respond. My students loved it. They loved talking about kids and the crazy things they do, and it would help us get a conversation going about the purposes of punishment. Over time, I realized that I was doing the same thing when I was talking to my colleagues, and it would help get people engaged in the philosophical questions that absorbed me. At some point, I started to think, maybe I could do this for a broader audience. Maybe I could tell stories about my kids that were funny and fun and would open up questions in philosophy that I could explore with my kids and with the help of professional philosophers. That's why I wrote the book. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be exhausting. The day after the first recording session, I tested positive for COVID, which helped explain why I was so tired at the end of the first day. I was in isolation for 10 days, and then we had to squeeze in the rest of the recording sessions whenever it worked for everyone's schedule. Through this process, I realized that I have trouble pronouncing the word such. I tend to say shutch, and I have no idea why, because there's no H after the S. The thing I'm most excited for listeners to hear are the stories about my family, about my kids. They bring us so much joy and say so many things that are so smart and funny. I'm delighted to be able to share it with you. If I hadn't recorded this book by myself, I would have done it with my kids. It would have been so much fun to bring the boys into the recording studio and have them read their own lines. The only problem is they're a little bit older now than they were in these stories, so their voices would have been a little different. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was the first entry in the Percy Jackson series. I tend to listen to audiobooks with my kids, and the acting in kids' audiobooks is wonderful. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is in the car or on a long walk. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. Are you nasty and brutish, I asked Hank. I can be nasty, he said, but I'm not British. Rex lobbied for another title. He wanted to name the book Not Nasty or Brutish, Just Short. Having lost that battle, he's begging to blog under that title. So watch out. 
he might be coming to an internet near you. For now, though, he's the star of this show, alongside his little brother, Hank. They are two of the finest philosophers I know. They're among the funniest and the most fun, too. Hi, this is Andy Dunn, author of Burn Rate, Launching a Startup and Losing My Mind. I wrote my book because I wanted to destigmatize mental illness. I felt that the business community was the final frontier for conversations about mental health to emerge. My hope in writing this is that other leaders will feel comfortable disclosing their mental health struggles in the workplace, and it doesn't take a diagnosis to have mental health struggles. Hopefully we can create a safer space for anyone and everyone to disclose the challenges that they face in terms of their mental health. I was inspired by Kay Redfield Jameson in writing this book. Her original memoir, An Unquiet Mind, charted the way for others to talk about their struggles with mental illness, and particularly bipolar disorder. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be therapeutic. Telling a story that I've held in shame for 22 years, being able to speak that story out loud into you, is one of the great privileges of my life. I realized I had trouble pronouncing transmogrifying. Maybe it's better to only write words in a book that we know how to say out loud. I'm proud that I was able to read the last line of the book. It's about a promise that I make to my son to stay healthy. And every time I tried to read it, I almost cried, but we got there. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Alva North Dunn, my grandmother, my dad's side. She had a lifetime of mental illness at a time where it was even harder to talk about it and to get the treatment that she deserved. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was The Untethered Soul by Michael Allen Singer. I remember walking around the streets of Rio, my wife's hometown, as I listened to it. It's a book about realizing that the voice in your head is not you. You are the person listening to the voice in your head. And that was a message that I needed to hear at the time. I love listening to audiobooks while I'm riding the brown line in Chicago, the elevated transit, seeing the buildings go by, listening to a great story is a happy place for me. And now listen to a clip from my audiobook. Maybe my high school classmates saw something I didn't. Do goal-driven future doctors treat quiz bowl like the Super Bowl? Obsess over status? Or coat their friends' cars with mud because of a small slight? I don't know. But emotionally fragile, hyper-competitive, mercurial teenagers do. And those qualities, for better and worse, line up nicely with the central casting traits of the male entrepreneur. This is Clint Emerson, Navy SEAL retired, the author of The Rugged Life, The Modern Guide to Self-Reliance. I wrote the book because I wanted people to become a little more self-reliant. Up till now, I had been focusing on skills that relate more to safety, security, and survival. I felt like the skills of the old needed to come forward again, especially in the wake of a pandemic. 
So the goal really is just give people skills they need to survive on a daily basis, along with the skills I've already provided them on how to survive a crisis. If I had to describe recording an audiobook in one word, that word would be annoying. It's the one time that you sit all by yourself in a room reading to a couple of people who get to interrupt you on a regular basis and make you feel about as dumb as you are. I realized I had trouble pronouncing pretty much any word because my cognitive issues are a real problem that are just related to explosions and ambushes and, you know, your brain getting knocked around. But it's especially harder when you're reading a book and you're expected to enunciate properly. I would say all of it is very difficult these days. I'm proud that I was able to get in here and get it done. I feel like the goal really is convey the information and increase people's skill set so that they can start doing things for themselves in every format that can possibly be put out there to include this audiobook is all good to me. If I were to have picked somebody to replace me to read this book, I would have picked Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs because I feel like he would have related really well to this material and pronounced the words far better than me. The last audiobook I listened to that actually held my attention was No Easy Day by Mark Owen about the Navy SEAL raid of Osama bin Laden. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. The first step of modern homesteading is knowing where you want to live and what kind of home you want to live in. If you listen to the questions of the other homesteaders and decide that you aren't ready to leave the grid, that's fine. You can still retrofit an existing home, spec out a new home, or build a weekend retreat that's ready for full move-in, incorporating many self-sufficient and energy-independent principles. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.